<laughs> Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Oh my God, we are counting down to Christmas. Like we are almost there. Like this is just uh, next week, next Monday. We're going to be right into the uh, full on holiday. Ra, 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 fa, la, 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 la. Right? Oh, sorry. Forgive me. I'm checking my calendar. Yes, Christmas Day is next Monday. We are a week away from Christmas. That is crazy, Eddie. And it's, uh, it is Stormy Monday. You know, Stormy Monday, it's Stormy Monday. It is Stormy Monday. It's Stormy Monday. It is raining cats and dogs and lizards but you know i'm all good so let me recap the weekend because the weekend it was so good this was such a good weekend it really was a good weekend so let me let me pull out my my uh my egregious iphone and tell you what my weekend was like. And I start from Thursday, cause you know, Thursday. Anru was here Thursday morning, which was lovely. Got us got us in our Orishas. And then uh, that afternoon, uh, the Arts Council had a holiday party and, uh, and a book swap. So this is the book that I swapped. I'm gonna give it to my daughter, Brianna. Mental Ambition, A Guide to Upgrading Your Life. I'm going to give her this book for her Christmas present. And uh, that's what I'm going to do. And then Friday, uh, the, world need more, the World Needs More Love Letters kicked off 3 o'clock, 3 to 5, at Possible Futures Bookstore. And if you follow me on social media... Instagram, Facebook, you'll see the photos. It was wonderful. It was such a wonderful out, uh, turnout. People showed up and uh, had a good time. Just had a good time. We did love letters. We did 88 love letters over the course of Friday and Saturday. So Saturday, I kicked off more love, love letters at, uh, at noon. I rolled out to uh, Three Girls Vegan and picked up my cookie box, 10. And, uh, you know, I ordered them online. I paid for them online. And it was like, oh, you're not really should be picking them up till next week. I was like, why would I pick them up next week? Christmas is Monday. And you have on your website, uh, the earliest pickup was Saturday, the 15th, 16th. But she gave them to me, but they were frozen. So I was annoyed. But it worked to my advantage because I brought them to Possible Futures and we set them on the counter. And, you know, a couple of hours in, they were thawed. So they were really good. They are really good cookies, I must say. 
high five three girls vegan even though i was annoyed with y'all i was annoyed because i just felt like the directions on your website were not clear and i deal in clarity but okay 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 i got my cookies my cookies was eaten i got a few more in the tin here which was nice you know a long time ago when I used to live at the Taft, I used to bake uh, cookies for Christmas gifts. I'd go to Pier 1 and buy all those fancy tins and boxes. I would line them with uh, tissue paper and I would put, you know, oatmeal raisin, chocolate chip, snickerdoodles, mostly snickerdoodles because I love snickerdoodles. Uh, and, they were, and they would be vegan because that's how I was, that's how I, the only way I could eat them. And so I used to give out, oh God, I, you know, when I saw the 10 from Three Girl Vegan, that's what jarred my memory because I had forgotten. I used to do all this damn bacon. And, you know, at Pier 1, they had all these decorative tins and, and Chinese boxes, you know, decorative Chinese boxes. So I would just bake people cookies and stuff. Loved it. I don't know if I'll ever get back to that. But uh, I certainly enjoyed it. Uh, uh, so, so that was Saturday. Um, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Friday we went. Did we go to that? When did we go to the opera? I think we went to the opera Friday night. Yes, we went to the. Let me tell you something. We went to the American Modern Opera Company production of Nativity Restructured um, with uh, Julia Bullock and her husband, Christian Rafe, and their baby, Lucas, <laughs> and a wonderful cast that was so diverse. I've never seen chamber music, orchestra, symphony folks as diverse as that group. Never in my whole life. I mean, I know of um, orchestra noir, but I've never seen them in a, a live concert. So this is the closest I've gotten. So that was Friday night. Saturday night was the world needs more love letter. And then I was home. And then uh, Sunday, yesterday, was the New Haven alumni chapter of Delta's uh, holiday party at Eli. So I went to that. And that was lovely, lovely, lovely. Um, I had a good time. And then I dashed out of there and uh, went to Professor uh, James Foreman's house to work on my law school applications. We got one done. It took all afternoon. Lord have mercy. Lord black Jesus. But now we got it set up. So the next, the next bunch will just go. Ah, sookie, sookie now. Uh-huh. So, yeah, so we, we submitted to Quinnipiac School of Law. And I was quite pleased. Hooray, 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 hooray. And we're going to do, we're going to do two more today, I think. That's the goal. So uh, so I'm excited about that. 
I'm just knocking these babies out. We just we're doing the damn thing. We're doing it. We're doing it. We're doing it. So so there so um uh uh Professor Foreman shot video of me sitting at his desk doing my applications and hitting send for for the very first one and it's up on my Facebook page. I'm so delighted. Like it's just it's this has just been an odyssey, like an odyssey of you know working on taking the LSAT and preparing for the LSAT and and taking the LSAT twice and being in cohort with some amazing, amazing folks who are all working diligently to apply to law school. Now, I have no idea if any of these schools are going to say yes to me and if they're going to throw any money at me. Because, you know, I do not hide, I do not have a, uh, you know, extraordinarily, I, you know, I don't have any extraordinarily scores or GPA or all this stuff. But what I do have is a real commitment to this. And maybe maybe my application will 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 show that. Do you know what I mean? Like maybe my application will show that, that I have a real, a real talent um, that is worth investing in. I hope that's my, that's my hope. You know, I hope they say yes. Somebody says yes to me. Because I would really like to do this. I really would like to do this. I really, you know, you don't go into it thinking, well, I might, how about, eh. No, you really, you really go into this because you just really want to do it, and uh, it has been uh, re rewarding. So, so uh, it's been, it's been a, it's been rewarding, and uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm glad. I didn't get to to the New Haven Symphony to to hear um, Handel's Messiah. You know, and that's one of my favorite things. But I just couldn't, I couldn't make that work. Uh, I couldn't make it work. But there's a piece up on the Arts Council uh, page about the symphony. Um, and uh, and uh, and what and what what's happening? You know, there's a they're they're in negotiation with organized labor, the musicians. And the and the and the corporate in the company and and you know they're figuring out you know working toward you know all the things that uh, the musicians are asking for. So I'll keep you posted. So there's a piece up. So that's really, really, really nice. Uh, you know, there's a lot of a lot of good things going on. A lot of activities. A lot of lovely things happening. Um, so it's the season. Christmas just seems like it just came up on us fast. <laughs> At least it feels that way to me. I feel like yesterday was just July, and today we're a week away from Christmas. I don't know what happened. So that's where I'm at. I'm 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 feeling that. I'm, feel, I'm feeling that. So, you know, sometimes time drags on. Like, oh my God, when when is it going to get here? And then sometimes time just like, whoop, 
flies by, flies by, flies by. So, uh, so yeah, I'm uh, I'm in a good space. I'm in a good headspace. You know, I'm in a I'm in a good good headspace. I got a few challenges, but that's all right. I don't challenges are challenges. You know, the the thing about being this age, the thing about being sixty is that when you're met with a challenge, you don't you just don't flip the hell out. <laughs> you you've got some you've got some battle time under your belt. Do you know what I mean? Like when you get this age, you you don't seen a few wars. <laughs> you win some, you lose some, you live to fight another day. And I don't like using warring metaphors, but I have to use it in this regard because life can be a battle. It can absolutely be a battle. And uh, I mean, it could just be a battle. And I, I, and I, and I, it's not lost on me. And I don't say that because life is only a battle. I didn't say life is only a battle. Parts of life can be hell hard. And, and, and there are people who are up against things that are unimaginable, unimaginable. And uh, so when you get this age, you know, you see things that just like, you just, you just watch them float by. Because you're like, okay, I didn't see that story. I didn't have that fight. You know, I done lifted my sword for that once before. Do you know what I mean? Like that's that's how I'm that's how I see things. And you know what's more important to me now more than ever is that I choose, I choose where I want to be, how I want to be in the world and in my spirit, in my mind. I choose. You know, and life, what's the commercial? Life comes at you fast. <laughs> no truer words. <laughs> no, no truer words. No truer words, you know. I mean, there are things that just break my heart all the time, but but there's nothing that that cripples me. You know, I and I'm, I'm, I feel blessed in that regard. That nothing cripples me. Now that now that now that does not mean that nothing can cripple that can't cripple me, because surely a lot of things could cripple me, like could bring me to my knees. Uh, that I could, you know, we all could think of things that could bring us catastrophes and tragedy that could bring us to our knees. No, no, you know, I'm at the age now where I I I understand that too. You know, I understand that too. I'm not I'm not just lollygagging through my life like. I, I see where I am in this world and uh and I, I still feel very vibrant and useful uh, and and determined and uh and uh optimistic and romantic, you know, and uh and and very, very hopeful. Hopeful, 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 very, very hopeful. Very, very hopeful. So I kind of, I kind of dig that. I kind of dig that on a lot of levels, you know, so, you know, it's good. It's a good day to be in the neighborhood. So it's, it's pouring rain and it's so, it's like, it looks like seven o'clock at night outside. It's 925 in the morning. It's dark outside. Dark, dark, dark.
dark, dark, dark. So um, let me uh, let me uh, let me get into let me get into a little Advent before I go on and on and on a gush and gushing about uh, getting my Quinnipiac University Law School application in. <laughs> let me tell you something. Uh, that was long. <laughs> I got I got over to Professor Foreman's house and around. I left the Delta party uh, about ten minutes to three. I got to his house a little after three, like three o two or something. Uh, and then we 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 went to his off upstairs to his office in his house and logged in at about three thirty. And then we just got into it, you know. And six fifty eight. It was sent 658. It was so amazing. So amazing. It was so amazing. But anyway, <laughs> enough, enough about that for, for the time being, because it's the season of Advent. And I've heard from so many of y'all that like the Advent reader reading by Hannah Brencher, who was the catalyst, is the catalyst for the world needs more love letters. And thank you all to all the people who came and wrote love letters, 88 of them that I have to take to the post office and mail. And, uh, and I got to do it uh, uh, by the 20th. I'm going to do it tomorrow. It'll get done tomorrow. I don't want to, I don't want to mess around with envelopes and paper and on this rainy day. It was a pain in the butt. So I will take them to the post office tomorrow morning. And uh, you know, that'll be that. So uh, uh, but I, I heard from y'all who so appreciate uh, the world needs more love letters. And I, I, I appreciate that you love it too. This one is angels, angels. It is in heaven. So these are, these are Hannah Brencher's words that I've been reading for, uh, Advent, the march to Advent in this season of mysteries, magic, and miracles. So this reading is for today. It's uh, called On Earth As It Is in Heaven, Angels. So let's take a step back into the field where the shepherds were camping in the neighborhood before seeing baby Jesus for the first time. There's a moment here that we can easily overlook if we're not careful. It's a moment of miraculous bigness that takes us out of the ordinary within this story and ushers us into the supernatural. The message translation writes, at once the angel was joined by a huge angelic choir singing God's praises. Glory to God in the heavenly heights. Peace to all men and women on earth who please him. How did I miss the bigness of this moment for so many years? A heavenly host? We're not talking about a half a dozen angels showing up on the stage of a Christmas pageant. A host is an army 
Imagine troops of angels storming the sky, all singing out praises to God. Imagine angels for as far as your earthly eyes can see. Imagine them filling the earth with their praises. Imagine their heavenly voices meeting your human ears. Imagine that choir busting out and rejoicing the way we will one day rejoice when all of this is over and God calls us home. Imagine that the same choir ushering you and me into eternity. A taste of sweet, sweet heaven for ordinary men. I don't know if in this lifetime we will ever experience something like this. It seems to be a moment frozen in time, reserved for the birth of the Messiah. But I believe there are moments when heaven kisses the earth and we feel the perfect love of God surrounding us. The moments may be brief, but they exist in community, in prayers, in phone calls and letters, in wisdom, in pockets of peace. Last year, as we walked through a series of scary health complications with our daughter, this is Hannah Brincher talking about this, I had so many moments when I felt the presence of God so firmly, it was as if a tiny bit of heaven was mixed with the earthly mundane of doctor's appointments, waiting rooms, conversations with close friends, and everyday encounters. I'm growing a little older and encountering heaven more frequently in bite-sized brief glimpses. I think Jesus has that for all of us. Do I think we can figure out how to live in a state where nothing ever bothers us and we never do anything wrong? No. I don't, but I believe we can access his presence and bring more heaven down to earth in how we show up for others. We may never witness a heavenly host of angels while we're here on this earth, but I think we get the chance to be answers to prayers all the time. Eugene Peterson writes, the prayer of the angels is the first intimation we get of Jesus's instructive prayer in Luke eleven two, on earth as it is in heaven. However earthbound we feel, however humdrum and mundane our work is, our prayers give us a place in a choir that expresses all the melodies and harmonies that heaven conspires or heaven comprises. Our prayers shift things, our Presence shift things. When it would be easier to stay with our noses pointed down at our phones or showing up shifts things. And even amid our distractions, we can invite God's presence to surround us. We can ask him to meet us in the ordinary, in the chaos. It may not be a host of angels at your door, but I think God plants little ways for us to encounter him daily. Brother Lawrence once said, I have abandoned all particular forms of devotion, all prayer techniques. My only prayer practice is attention. I carry on habitual, silent, and secret conversations with God that fills me with overwhelming joy. Habits, silence, secret conversation. God lives in these things. You are never too far gone to access him. May this season be one of great attention to the things of God 
May this season hold the miraculous where you aren't expecting to see it. May you encounter bits of heaven hiding all over the earth. May you feel the love of God surrounding you in all you do. Ashe, amen. So the reading was from Luke 2, uh, verses 13 through 14. And here's the steal this prayer. Dear God, there are so many days where I grow weary with this world, all the pain, all the drama, all the toil, but I know you're here and I'm only a breath away from a constant conversation with you. Teach me to encounter bits of your glory, taste of heaven all over the earth. Ashe, amen. And you know, really, this this particular Advent reading is is really uh, uh what I what I come to to believe and understand is the uh, foundation for spiritual direction that you notice God in the ordinary, and you don't have to be Christian or Muslim or Jewish to to notice God, Allah. You you don't you don't you don't have to have a particular faith to notice where God shows up in the world. You just have to pay attention. And I like that Brother Lawrence has said, I've done away with formalized prayer practices and I just notice where God shows up and I have secret conversations with God whenever and whenever I feel like it. Um, and that is the delight. I, I think I'm that way too. I think I've been that way for a very long time. You know, formalized. I used to have a very ritualized, formalized prayer practice. And now I just speak to God whenever I need to speak to God, you know. And sometimes I just want to speak to God, you know. And I, I don't have to go to my knees for that. And I, I remember uh, a Pentecostal sister told me one time, she's like, Babs, you know, prayer is prayer. You don't got to go on your knees. <laughs> and I, you know, I was, I was like, what? I don't know how to pray without getting on my knees by the side of my bed. Like what? She's like, you don't have to pray like that. You can just say, get on, sit down, sit down and say your prayers or walk and say your prayers. Just talk to God. And that just changed me forever and ever and ever and ever. Oh, man, it changed me. So now I just, I, I, I like Brother Lawrence, I don't have a, a formal ritualized prayer life. And I used to have a very strong one, you know. I would sit and write in my prayer journal, you know. The first thing in the morning I would reach for would be my prayer journal. The last thing at night I would, you know, uh, reach for my prayer journal. And I would light candles and spend the time in incessant prayer. You know, and I, I, and I, don't, I don't necessarily think that, I don't think that's a bad thing. I, I still have reverence for that, you know? And and I know how to call upon that practice should I need it. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I didn't give it up. I just, it's just set, set over there, set down. I just set it down. I could pick it back up. But right now I'm enjoying the freedom of just walking and talking with God. I'm, in, I'm enjoying that, 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 uh, that kind of, communion with God. So, 
I'm just listening to the rain. The rain is, it's out there. I hate to go on the porch. I don't know if things are blown off. I heard that wind. You know, it's like the Wizard of Oz. The house begins to shake. <laughs> you know the song. <laughs> you know, when they, when they are no longer, when she's in Kansas and the house just goes where it goes, you know, so it, it wasn't that wild this morning, but it, it certainly was, uh, you could, you could hear it. And, you know, days like this, you really want to meander in the bed, you know, like I, I could use this on a good Sunday. Where I could watch, you know, Hallmark movies, you know, that kind of thing. I'm not, I'm not in, I'm not, uh, binge too many Hallmark movies this year because I've been wrapped up watching this damn Suits <laughs> which has nothing to do with Christmas not one bit but I did watch a, a charming a couple of charming uh, Hallmark movies uh, last yesterday and the day before the night um, and they were they were quite lovely um, quite lovely so uh, and I, I watched one with the lesbian storyline and it was just such a normal storyline. Like they didn't make a big deal of the person being uh, uh, that these women were gay. Like it wasn't a big deal. It was just like, oh, well, this is a storyline like any other storyline. Um, and it was just wonderful. You know? So anyway, that's that's the world I live in. I still have not grounded my daggone coffee. I have some Ethiopian light roast, which I would love. I think it's either Ethiopian or Kenyan light roast, which I need to grind, but I need a container to put them in. And I lost the top to my Cafe Bustella tin, so it, so it had to go away. So now I need to find something if I grind this coffee to put it in. <laughs> Like, okay. But I've got lots of jars and things. So I just only have to look. And it would be nice to have an airtight jar. You know. I've got some Christmas cards that I need to sit. And maybe that's what I'll spend my evening doing tonight. It's working on my Christmas cards. And get them in the mail. You know. Wow. Lovely. People have been sending me Christmas cards because they know I love Christmas cards. I never throw them out. So when I die, my kids are going to have to sort through a gazillion Christmas cards and be like, oh, my God. And who knows? Maybe they'll keep one or two of, from my friends. Or maybe they won't. I don't know. I'm not going to concern myself with what's left behind and what they keep. Because it'll be up to them to keep whatever they want to keep. Do you know what I mean? Like, keep whatever you want to keep. I don't have a thought about that. You know? You know, if you must give the books away, give the books away. You know, give away most of the jewelry. Keep the nice stuff. Uh, you know, stuff like that. Uh, I have a I have a very small ring finger. My daughters have very big ring. I have like a five and a half ring finger. So sometimes I buy, I wear a ring six, seven, because I, I like it to fit on all the fingers. 
I like to be able to interchange. So I'll buy a bigger ring. Now it'll float on the ring finger, like it'll spin on the ring finger. But if I put it on the middle finger or the pointer or the thumb, it'll fit. Uh, I could take a four on the pinky, you know, and I have, I have maybe one or two pinky, pinky rings, but I have five and a half ring size, which is sick. So, uh, uh, but I, I'll buy a six, six and a half, depending on the style of the ring, you know, eternity bands, uh, need a, need a solid six, you know, six six and a half it'll spin that's fine i have some rings that are seven but they'll fit on the middle finger which i like because sometimes i like a ring just on the middle finger i have small fingers i have small hands which is you know when a woman decides with small hands it's really weird not weird no let me not say weird this is just how god intended it i mean why am i why am i why am i uh taking myself apart like a crazy person Picking myself apart deliberately. You know, these are the messages that I've given myself over the years. You know, I think I think I don't have a neck. Well, of course I have a neck. My head sits on it. I don't have a long neck. So I rarely wear necklaces because I believe that a long earring gives me the illusion of a long neck. I rarely wear bracelets because I have such a small wrist that it. I just, just think it draws attention to the smallness of my arms and hands. Now I don't care. You know, now I just wear, now I have tons and tons of jewelry that I don't wear, you know. But I, but when I wear them, I wear them. Do you know what I mean? Like when I wear them, I wear them. <laughs> when I wear them, I wear them. So I misplaced a piece of jewelry that I had on yesterday. I don't know where it is. It's going to drive me nuts. Because I really like, I really like that earring, and uh, I can't seem to find it, and I don't know if it's fallen or where it is, but it is really going to trouble me to no end. And I love this earring; it's a chandelier earring that I had gotten from Seychelles when Seychelles was an operating boutique downtown, uh, New Haven. And if I cannot find that, and I know I took it off last night. So it's somewhere on this desk hiding out because I, I threw it down. So it might be like on the floor. Do you know what I mean? Like it might have fallen, which is, you know, not out of the realm of possibility. So, yeah, you see me like fooling around, right? Like messing around, shuffling papers. And I've got lottery tickets I need to deal with. And, you know, stuff like that. Like, see, there's an earring there. That one has fallen, but that's not what I'm looking for. But, you know, I'm looking forward to next week because next week I'm going to go through some things and I'm going to spend some time, you know, rediscovering my possessions. <laughs> I'm a Taurus. We all about possessions. <laughs> Tauruses are all about possessions. I used to think that it meant people. It doesn't mean people. It really means things. I am so a person for things. So a person for things. So anyway, uh, I did take a, a look-see up at the New Haven Independent. 
uh, see what's happening. That's how I knew about um, uh, Lucy covering Hallelujahs still ring out, Handel's Messiah. And, uh, oh yeah, Amira Brown's uh, exhibition at the Mitchell Library in Westville is still going on. You know, when I drop off uh, my my cards and uh, uh, the, the world needs more love letters, I might just run over by, uh, I might just run over to um, the Mitchell Library and check out the, uh, the, uh, the exhibit. I just like seeing exhibit exhibits. And, you know, this town is so rich with art, you know, uh, that you, you just, if, if you just, if you just get out and see it, you know, and, and if, even if you're one of these people who can't tolerate other people, do you know what I mean? Like, cause there are people like, Hey, can't be around other people. It drains me, whatever, whatever. And I'm not trying to make light of that. That's a real issue for people. It's not an issue for me, but it's a real issue for people. Um, then I would I would suggest go to an art gallery because those those are not like they're not interactive in the way that you know you have to actually talk to people, you know, or interact with people. You don't. You can just go and be solid, solid, solitary. You know, you could just go and and see the art and not never have to, you know, connect with anybody if that's your thing. Um, yeah. And, you know, I, I, it's not like I thrive on people. It's not that at all. I don't, cause I can, I can tire of people just like anybody else. I just like being in community. I like being in communion. I could feel myself in communion with people, you know, so I like it. And don't get me wrong. I like my, I'm Billy Holiday all day in my solitude. You know, like today I could just, you know, if I didn't have commitments, I swear I would just be quiet. I would just be quiet. I would be quiet. And I'm trying to decide if I want to, I want to go work out. <laughs> If I don't go, my 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 uh, trainer will have my head. <laughs> I don't want to go out because it's so wet. You know, it's more wet than I want it to be. Do you know that feeling? It's more wet than I want it to be. So, you know, anyway, <sighs> what are you going to do? Now I have a hankering for... Uh, uh, some goodies, you know. So, oh, I just heard from the um the, the lieutenant governor's press person. So I got to respond, see what's happening. She want to come on? When's she coming on? She want to come on sometime this week? Come on, Susan Bicewitz. Ho, 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 ho. Merry Christmas. So I will respond to that when I take a break. Uh, 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 uh. I'm enjoying all the Christmas music. The world that the world needs more love letters has a a Spotify playlist, um, more love letter playlist, and it's all these uh very different Christmas songs that you are not accustomed to. 
sung by artists that you may or may not know. Uh, and it's uh, and people really enjoy the playlist. It's lovely. I mean, there's a little bit of Harry Potter in there. There's a little bit of a... Oh, there's a little bit of all kinds of stuff. But it's really, really, it's a really, really good playlist. And uh, let me just thank uh, Lauren Anderson for her hospitality. I just want her to know. I know periodically she she catches me. And she might not be catching me today because it's Monday and the store is closed. Uh, but I, I, Lauren Anderson, you really are just a, a gem. And uh, Ife, thanks for showing up. You are my sister. I so appreciate you writing love letters and just throwing yourself in. And I am so looking forward to a year of Baldwin. It kicks off in January, a year of Baldwin. And I'm going a, I'm to a tell you something. Baldwin will be 100 years old. And, uh, and we, you know, we're trying to scheme a way to get to Paris to celebrate in Paris, too. <laughs> I'm like, Ife, we got to get to Paris. I right, Listen, talk to somebody. And let's let's book some flights and figure it out. I don't got not, no money. Cause I I got to save all my pennies, but I, you know you know the thing is when you don't have any money when you say you want something the universe conspires to get you what you want, and that's what I want people to understand that you know don't don't hold these things to your breast, speak them into the universe so that all the goodness in the world can 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 surround that thing and bring it to you. I don't suffer alone. I don't celebrate alone. I don't do any of <laughs> I I am a group girl. Now I don't care for group activities, <laughs> but there are some things you just need a group for. Prayer, prayer, prayer and goodwill wishes and glad tidings is one of them. So tomorrow, you know, we're we're caroling uh from the porch. Tuesday and Thursday, we're gonna get it in. Uh I, I'm committed to caroling. And uh, and I know uh, I did not carol when I was in Beaver Hill. And let me tell you why. Because I have very young children when we lived in Beaver Hill. And when you have young children, uh, and I have four of them, and you have a church home, well, your church has a pageant. Their schools have activities. So there was no opportunity to go caroling because we'd always be at something. All holiday season. <laughs> there was no holiday See, part of the time where you could just gather people and go caroling. I'm not kidding you. I was thinking about this. I was thinking about this because I know people were whispering like, well, she didn't do that in Beaver Hill. Well, I didn't do it in Beaver Hill because I have four children that have four uh, uh, commitments of their time and talent for choirs, Christmas plays, Christmas pageants, school stuff. And you know, my kids went to a parochial school. So God knows, you know, a parochial school. Holidays is high holiday season for Catholics. You know, and even though we are not Catholic, they, I, I said, we're going to participate in all the things. We're going to go to all the masses. We're going to sing at all the things. Y'all are just going to go and do all the things. So that took up all for, for 20 years. <laughs> that, that took up all the time. If anybody has kids at any school, your time is not yours. So all the nice things that you want to do, you can't do because you are a slave to their schedule and the shuttling of them to here and here and, you know, here and fro. 
So now that I don't have wee ones, I can just do all the things that I ever wanted to do because I don't have those commitments. And I'm not begrudging those commitments, not one bit. When I was I was in the throes of day-to-day parenting, I loved it. I was it was my pleasure and honor to to do it. But I don't I'm not in the throes of parenting like that anymore. <laughs> so I could like, hey friends, let's go sing some songs and walk through the neighborhood. La 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 la. Right? <laughs> hey friends, let's write some love letters. You think I could have pulled off a group love letter writing campaign with kids in the house? Are you kidding me? I, that's why I used to do them by myself. I'd sign up and I would just, I would do 12 letters. I would do them by myself. However many letters, you know, they would send you the list and you would pick one or two or whatever, and you would just do them. So, so I did it for myself for years and years. I, you know, when I see Michelle Turner, I always, she and I have this thing about time. When I say 10, 15 years, I really mean 20, 30 years. <laughs> So I've been doing this letter writing stuff for a very long time. And uh, uh, so yesterday, you know, to do it Friday and Saturday of the past week was really a, a group effort was was wonderful. I was going to do it with the Deltas one year. and We had a, a, a freaking blizzard. And then we could never, and you know, it's like one of these things. Once it falls off the calendar, it's hard to get back on because so many other things are, are, are stay, stay, stay scheduled. It's hard to get things in. So, so yeah. So, follow la 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 la. <laughs> so, that's that's the that's the thing. That's it. That's the that's the thing. So, so yeah. So, we're we're singing uh, Tuesday, Thursday, and uh, I'm excited and delighted by that. I truly am. So, Uh, that's the that's the joy so so if you're around come and we'll just we'll just peruse and cruise and stroll we'll throw we'll stroll through new hallville singing christmas carols you know um and delight people with these carols as we did last year people and people would step outside their doors and and just listen and it was such a beautiful thing such a beautiful moment and I don't, I don't know anybody who does not live for these kinds of moments. Like these are the kind of moments that grow your humanity, that connect you back to your humanity, because it, because it takes you out of your own head. It takes you out of your own whatever. And I'm not suggesting people run away from any challenge or problem that they're having, but it is nice to have a respite. It is nice to have a respite. It is nice to have a respite. You know, because whatever you're going through is going to be right there until it's resolved. So you can step out from it for a minute. You know, you're not taking your eye off the ball. You're just sitting on the bench for a minute. And then you can get back in the game and deal with it. You know, get the ball down the court. But uh, but until you, but, you know, we all need to sit out sometimes. And just uh, cheer. <laughs> So that's what I'm inviting people to do, inviting people to be of good cheer. Glad tidings to you. <laughs> and uh, and, and, you know, and it's Christmas is next next week. And I, I didn't want this holiday season to go by without, you know, some voices. And even if it's just me by myself, I'm just going to do it. Even if I just stand outside my porch, if I'm alone, I'll just do it with a candle. That's it. 
I'll just do that. And uh and we'll just, you know, wish you a Merry Christmas and, and a and a happy new year. So <laughs> To be a Santa Claus when Christmas comes around. But if you would be a Santa Claus, you'd know the joy he's found. You'd discover what it means if you'd reach down in your jeans and have a turkey on the table. For someone who's not able, you don't have to wait till Christmas Day to bring your Christmas cheer. You can make believe it's Christmas Day any day in the year. You don't have to be a Santa Claus. Cause he's just a man like you And Santa's got more work Than any one man can do You don't have to be a Santa Claus When Christmas comes around But if you would be a Santa if your home was built before 1978, your paint or even the soil around your home could contain lead. Lead paint can harm young children, affecting their kidneys and brain, slowing a child's growth and making learning difficult. But lead poisoning is 100% preventable. We have funding to keep you and your family safe. To learn more about our program, visit nhvhealth.org. Together, New Haven, we can get the lead out. This is Harry Droz, and you're listening to WMHHLP 103.5 FM. Any day in the year, you don't have to be a Santa Claus, cause he's just a man like you. And Santa's got more work than any one man. Ooh, yeah. 
much too early in the game Oh, but I thought I'd ask you just the same What are you doing, New Year's? New Year's Eve Wonder whose arms are holding you so tight When it's exactly twelve o'clock at night Welcoming in a new I'm crazy to suppose I'd ever be the one you chose out of the thousand invitations. Jackpot question in advance What are you doing, New Year? New Year's Eve Oh, baby, I'm crazy To suppose I'd ever be you chose out of the thousands invitations you receive well but just in case I stand one little chance here comes the jackpot question in advance What are you doing, New Year's, New Year's Eve? Maybe it's much too early in the game ask you just the same what are you doing new years Out of a thousand 
invitations you'll receive. Ah, but in case I stand one little chance, here comes the jackpot question in advance. What are you doing? I stand one little chance. Here comes the jackpot question in advance. What are you doing, New Year's? New Year's Eve. Welcome back to the second hour of uh, 
Love Babs, love talk on Babs Rolls Ivy. Harry, did you know I saw this piece on uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson talking about uh, burial versus cremation. And so he wants to be buried because he wants his remains to go back into the flora fauna, like back into the earth. But if you choose cremation, Harry, the heat from the crematory uh, uh, releases the energy of your body, part your body, and and pu pu pushes it to the to to outer space, to the universe, where it stays for eternity. Like your energy is in space, and I'm like. Oh shoot! Now I have to put crem cremation back on the table. <laughs> I have to put I have to put cremation back on the table. <laughs> ah, ah, uh, because uh um. So he he's gonna request that he wants his body uh, to be buried, not cre 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 cremated, so that the energy content contained with it stays uh, uh, in the earth. <laughs> and he said this in 2016. So, but I I like that. But you know he 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 doesn't want his remains escaping into space if cremated, and that's what happens. And I, I kind of want that. <laughs> I kind of want, I kind of want, uh, I kind of want my energy to be out there in space, Harry, the, the front, the final frontier. Just saying. Yeah. He's a little crazy. No, why is he going to be crazy, Harry? I'm just saying. Oh, he because is. he, because he wants to keep his remains in the, on the earth. I mean, and in the earth. earth. And that's, um. You know, he he he's so smart that he thinks he knows everything. You know, like like if you bury yourself here, like if your your energy doesn't escape anywhere else, you know, I think sometimes people think themselves too smart. I don't know why um, you would say that, Harry. He's a he is a he is a um, a physicist. He would he, he is, is smart. No, he, he is, is smart. smart. I'm not saying he's not smart. I'm saying sometimes you think when you think you know everything is when you know nothing at all. Well, he said it, um, that once when you get cremated, your atoms and smoke goes into space and not back to the earth. So I I I mean I get that. So how does he know that the universe doesn't re um, recycle it back onto the earth? He doesn't know because that. he. He does know it, Harry. He studies this. He's a no, physicist. No. This is what he does. Harry, you are not a physicist. I'm not do, you a have physicist. A, do you have a PhD I'm in anything? Physicist, I'm not a physicist, but I play one on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm happy. I, I That yeah. might put cremation back on the table for me. I just thought I'd bring that up. I was like, you know what? That, that might put cremation back on the table for me. I'm That's the only way I'm going to get to space. I'm having serious issues here. Why? I'm what are you doing? Suffering a meltdown. Why? Why are you having a meltdown? Somebody, somebody it, just it, somebody didn't tidy up your space. Well, that happens every weekend, right? But it smells uh -oh. like like a rodent died. Oh, it might be, Harry. If you smell it, it might be. So, 
I got so much stuff packed in this corner that I'm gonna have to remove everything. Oh, and see if it's behind there. In order to see if I can find the road, and that's either something died or somebody is hiding old food under the desk or something. Oh. Which well, you know what? If 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 anybody could get to it, Abuela Harry Draws could get to it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just driving me crazy right now. Are you like a little old Puerto Rican grandmother? <laughs> You got gloves on? What are your gloves? <laughs> I know that smell is driving me crazy. I do have oh, gloves. Left. If it's close, then it's, it probably is a rodent. Yeah, of course and, you got more gloves. More than likely, wait, hold on. More than likely, it's hiding right behind my desk. You know, it's like, oh, because it probably can't get, couldn't get out. So, you know, I got my gloves. I got. Uh, what is that? I. I is that packs of gloves? Yes, I bought a set of 20. I'm sorry, are you cleaning the building? <laughs> well, you know, sometimes, Babs, I have to go, when I really have to use the bathroom here, I have to go clean it. But now once I clean it, the gloves are no longer good. So I toss those gloves. Oh, okay. So, and yeah, you just, you just proved your point. I'm Abuela Harry. Abuela <laughs> Harry. <laughs> You, Harry, you you got a you got you got a a, a bottle of Fabuloso. <laughs> no, you know I I have disinfectants there, but you know I've been using my Febreze. Okay, that's I'm not gonna help. Know. If something is dead, it's not gonna help. Yeah, it's not gonna help. It's not helping. <laughs> I just used half the bottle. On did you open the window? Can't open this window. You know, for fire safety reasons, you can't open the window. What? Because you know when you when there's a fire, if you open the window, you let in oxygen. I mean, you let in. Well, Babs, uh, yeah, like you let in oxygen, so it'll make it'll make the flames go. Whew. Yeah, but for fire safety reasons, I would like to be able to jump out that window. Harry, <laughs> <laughs> where are you gonna go? You are up on the on the third floor, three three stories up. Hey, How are you gonna? But the. Right below my window is the roof that they keep all the AC units. Oh, yeah. So now you're going to impale yourself. So, you know, at least I'll I'll hit that before I, you know, hit the floor. So, all right. So are you ready for Christmas? Did you finish all your shopping? You know, you, you don't have to go big for me this year. Just, you know, keep it, keep it simple. I, you know, <laughs> my God, that smell is insane. And you see my junkie in this corner. Uh -oh. like... If you start now and you see it, you're going to start screaming. Every Why do you have some... bring something, I yeah, use bags. one of these bags. And I got them all stuffed in that corner. Uh-oh. Then I got all my extra computer accessories here. So you're going to have to move that. Yep. Did you put a mouse trap back there? No. Oh, okay. But you know they had they had a rodent problem last year, I think it was. But they thought they got rid of all of them. And I don't know if they want me to say we had a rodent problem there. Well, if only if you find one. If you don't find one, then well, last know. year we found one. They had traps all over the place, and uh, we found a few just laying. <gasps> um, yeah, it's I'm having issues right now. <laughs> Harry, you look really. <laughs> now I don't know, you know what. 
You what look the really, you like really torn up by this. I am because now I don't know what the mouse touched on, you know. Oh my God. You got to Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I wish I could tell you, uh, you, you, you are wrong for thinking that way, but I can't because they get all over the place. And if you don't see droppings, you is a good chance. There might be some piss urine, you know, so you just have to wipe it down, Harry. That's all you got to clean. Well, Which is what is, you do, Abuela, Harry. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, is that, like, I have stuff here. that You know, that, like, this applesauce, this aluminum foil doesn't stop them. They will go right through the aluminum foil. But they didn't, right? You haven't seen any evidence. No, of they haven't. You know, and I haven't seen droppings. Okay, well. But it smells like something's dead. Okay. Well, maybe it is. Maybe they didn't get far. Maybe they got stuck. Or maybe they got some poison. Or maybe they got impaled on all of my tools and stuff here. Yeah. Ah, uh, anyway. So uh, yeah. So so what I'm gonna do when uh I think twelve o'clock I have a pre-record. I'll I'll be stripping this area bare and probably burning some of the stuff. So if you see um the fire department coming towards downtown New Haven is probably Harry burning his stuff. <laughs> okay, Harry, don't don't create any environmental issues. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I was thinking about that this weekend. I was looking at a lot of the war reporting. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, nobody's talking about the environment with these wars. They don't, Harry. They don't talk about how this stuff affects the environment. Can you imagine yeah. breathing in all that dust and all that fallout from bombs well, and right. imagine gunfire? You, you remember what happened with the Twin Towers when they came down? The disaster left. So many people are still dying from everything yes. they killed and everything. Yes. So just imagine all these buildings getting knocked down. Um, the people in Ukraine who are living in the rubble, who are li yes, who are living in the day to day rubble of this yeah. mess. So I mean, but nobody goes. You don't see Greta Thunberg over there saying, "Save the environment." Or she might be Harry, but you know, sometimes the media will tune, tune, tune this out because that doesn't seem that's not sexy enough. It, it's also not fair for me to think she'll be in the middle of a war zone. <laughs> <laughs> But these ridiculous reporters will be there, though. You know them. You know. But yeah, yeah. So you know, I think wars are bad for the environment. It is. So <laughs> let's start there. I guess I don't know. I listen. That's a good place to start, Harry. It is bad for the environment. You know, yeah. look how long it took Hiroshima to to come back from the fallout of the bomb. Well, you know, there's still there's still plenty of no go zones. Yeah. Like, Yes, all this time, still. Yes. yes, you have people who actually go and tour the place, and you see the the um the tour guide. Actually, he has one of those machines, those radiation machines, right? And it's like, <laughs> and it's it's like, like yeah, we can't go this way, you know. <laughs> so they're guided by that machine. Oh, oh, this only. 10% above the normal radiation level. We're good. We're good. I'm like, whoa. Uh, <laughs> it's only about 100 x-rays. Uh, like if you had 100 x-rays this year. What? 
Why am I? Why are there even people touring the police house? Well, I think you know, Harry. People have to see it. <laughs> I think I think you have to see it. Yeah, just like people got a pet a bear. Yeah, <laughs> I like, fly. What? I would just fly a drone over and take pictures. Like we don't have to send people in places with cameras. We can just this, this fly a drone. Just, this thing just smells over here. Oh Lord, Harry. <laughs> Who else is in the office area? Is Paul there? No, only Layla's over, over there. Oh, yes, yeah, she's okay. All right. But so she's the only one in the office. But, but she, she smells, smells it, too? it over there. She smells it over There's nobody here yet. Okay. But I know she said, What's that smell? So she smells it. Oh, oh so yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, yeah, if you don't find it, Harry, you know, you're going to have, um, um, you know the worms, and then what do you call them? Maggots, and then they turn into flies. Oh, yeah, so yeah, I'll flies be working, all over the place. I'll be working from home the rest of the year, and the year after that, and the year after that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this is insane. Now I got to worry about maggots. Now I'm gonna have fly. As soon as I see a fly, Babs. Oh God! I know that there's maggots all over the place. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what's that's what's gonna happen, Harry. And right now, with my OCD and my issues, I feel like I'm sitting on it. <laughs> I don't, I don't think that, Harry. You, you, you gotta, you gotta calm your nerves a little bit. But you know, cue up some Mission Impossible music and just get to get to. <laughs> no, talk about talk about environmental issues. Right now, I'm I'm over here. It's like I'm I am over there in Japan, right? Like I'm right in the middle of a radiation zone. I feel like. Oh. Anyway, oh, oh god! <laughs> <laughs> they got they got vacuum cleaner too. You go vacuum, abuela. <laughs> I gotta see. Oh, I'm hoping it's somebody with food, but it feels like it's right under me right now. Well, you know, it's not under you. It's just probably behind you in that corner or wherever. I mean, you can see under you. I think you are. I mean, you deal with it. You, you. Hello? Who are you talking to? Yeah, I'm on the radio right now with Babs. <laughs> you talking, Karen? Hey, Karen! Happy New, happy, happy holidays. Well, she just said to tell you happy holidays, Babs. <laughs> All right, bye. This, this casual at, radio people, you never know. <laughs> she was at her um, jobs. Holiday breakfast. Oh, holiday breakfast? Isn't that nice, right? I like do they get to go home after or they gotta stay the whole day? No, they I mean they still gotta work. Oh. So is this in lieu of the holiday party? Well, they have a whole bunch of like tomorrow they'll they have a they're having a holiday competition who who decorates their desk. You know the best for the holidays. Mm -hmm. So tomorrow they'll be judging the competition of whose desk is you know and all that. And then they give they give away like like days off or stuff like that. You know, okay. her, her job is an excellent place to work. It's just like, I know I, I it seems so. Like she seems to really like like it there. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's an excellent nice. place to work. They're very supportive. Um, yeah. I'm so really glad. Good. 
really good place to work. I mean, and finally, for she's been looking for a while for a good place to work. So, um, but anyway, if I could just oh, Norma, see, she can. You're gonna hear stuff screaming. <laughs> Gross! Yes. Gross! I'm not gonna put up with that. My God, I'm about to complain. I'm looking at my I'm looking at my eyes and they look like a person who's about to burst. Okay, don't burst, Harry. Don't don't burst. You you what good. Am I if I can't what if I don't what if I clean this whole spot and there's no mouse and there's just the smell? Well then you know what you probably have to clean the rug. Now do you have something to spray the rug with and clean the rug or something? Yeah, but this I mean you have a sense of where the smell is coming from. Yeah. Well, like if you when you go across, you don't smell it on the other side of the room. It's not over there. It's in this room. Okay, it's in this room. So. Okay. Well, I mean, it's the season, Harry. I mean, there's mice everywhere these days. You know, mice have been with us since the time of since the the time of dinosaurs. Right now, I have to worry about the plague. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Well, I don't think so yet. I have to worry about the bubonic plague. Who knows where this mouse has been? And it it, it died, so it means it probably died from the same plague. You know, so. I'm, just I'm crazy. looking at bubonic plague for 2023. <laughs> oh. oh, no, don't don't even say it. Don't even say it. Oh, yeah, there is, there is a, there is, there is some, there's no, there's no outbreak, Harry. It's a like a a dead mouse smell here. That's not good. Uh-oh. But it feels it feels like it's under me right now. It's up right so far up my sinuses that I'm gonna feel like I'm like I took the rat home with me tonight. Uh, okay, now you that's that's uh that's a little far fetched. Oh no. It happens to me all the time. That you just smell it on you? Yeah, if I inhale at the wrong time and somebody's scent gets caught in my sinuses, it's there. I'll be I'll be smelling that person for the next three days sometimes. Wow. And I'll be like, oh my God, why? Why? I'm on you my knees be- in my bedroom. Why? You might you might you might be one of these people that need to wear a mask all the time. <laughs> the, mask, the mask doesn't do anything. A mask will help you from getting all the scents. That's yeah, yeah. You know, it'll and, shut uh, down all the scents. Mine has a big mug. And, and, and it all has to do with perception, right? So Yeah, because you can manufacture that smell in your mind where there is no smell yeah. for real. Sometimes I go to myself, oh, that person looks like they smell. Right. And then it's like the reality matches my perception. So it's like sometimes I think it's me who put it on the person. But, uh, you know, I don't, that's I don't neither, understand. That's neither here nor there. Those are Harry. <laughs> what was it, Nora? Last week said, I think you need to talk to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Cause she yeah. put she put Nora grapes on my she put grapes on my dust, Babs. She took a plate, 
Paul bought grapes and she took grapes and put it on my desk. Mm-hmm. And I was like, like, who put this on my desk? She's like, oh, Paul bought grapes. We we thought you would like grapes. I'm like, yeah, you can't put nothing on my desk. I can never. And now if I didn't see you put it on the plate, which I don't trust the plates here. So that's one thing. So I bring my own food for a reason. I bring everything for a reason. So you know, Harry, you can just rinse the grapes off and put them on a paper towel on the plate. I couldn't. It, first off, I bring my own grapes, by the way. <laughs> so, so what time what time is the holiday party? I have a lunch date on Wednesday. What time is the holiday party? December about how Gary Winfield and a whole bunch of... Oh, hold on, to Tom. If you don't want this on the radio, I suggest... Uh, oh, thanks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was about to get some scoop. <laughs> no, yeah, so, you know, you can't hand me anything. Paul, Paul always buys stuff and he tries to hand me stuff. And I'm like... I've been here enough years to know you're not, I'm not going to take anything out of somebody's hand. I'm just not going to. Oh my God, Harry, you are. Yeah, so. I, I feel you on that. I kind of feel you on that. Yeah, so it's like, I don't understand why people keep trying to. It's like, we're going to break Harry. But uh, <laughs> that's all you got to do. If, let me tell you, if, I've ever, if I ever was captured. Russian sees me as a Russian spy or something. All they got to do is hand me the food. And I'm going to be like, if you bring me clean food, I'll tell you anything. Let me let me serve myself. Just put the food there. Let me serve myself. And I want to see the chef lay it on the table. Does that say the Trump point? Well, see, that's the thing. Everybody's got their, their moments that will break them. Like if you were a spy. like be... That's it. <laughs> or just then... Really dirty, stinky looking people in the room, and I'll be like, I can't breathe this. I can't do it anymore. You win. Well, I, I, I don't. I, I'm not going to ascribe to that thinking, but, but there is something to be said for uh, people handing you stuff. You know, no, I can't uh, do it. I, I can't do it. You know, and Nora, I mean, Nora goes well. Um, but Karen packed your grapes. You trust Karen? I'm like, yeah. Those germs I've accepted. I actually said I do to those germs. <laughs> okay okay <laughs> it takes a long time oh my god harry you are crazy abuela abuela harry you are anyway, crazy but... Did you want... can i let something? yeah can you have a hey, word hey tom Green. just Happy let holidays. you know and all of your listeners know that Alan, our cherished colleague, Alan Appel, should be covering the Christmas caroling you're hosting tomorrow at oh. the porch. So Alan will be there. Very nice. <laughs> he, has he ever been in the hood before? I'm sure he has. <laughs> Alan's at, he's actually he's going to a, a food pantry on at a church in Shelton tonight, too. So back oh, to that. Oh, okay. So, all right. So he knows his way around. Yeah. So 75 Ivy Street. I'll see yep. you. Oh, be fun. <laughs> Oh, be fun. You just gave your address to everybody. Oh, Harry, who cares? People know how to find me, Harry. Are you kidding me? <laughs> you, 
I'm probably the most. I'm the. If anybody's looking for me, Harry, I am the. If you, if somebody comes into town from Mars or Russia, and they're like, "Where does Babs live?" Oh, they're like, "Oh yeah, go down Shelton Avenue, hang a hard right on the Ivy, go well, two blocks in. She's on the left." You know what? I was gonna go. <laughs> Because I didn't think anybody was covering it, so I was going to cover it. But now that Tom said that, I don't feel the need to go. Come on, get out of here. Well, you could be, you could be, uh, you could be Alan's assistant. You could be his backup. He's <laughs> like, like, like um, Norma gave me tickets um Saturday to go see Glory the Gloria Estefan story. Yeah, did you go? It was at the Palace Theater. Oh, well, that's in your neck of the woods. Yeah, it's like. 10 minutes away, right? So, so I decided I'm going with Karen, right? Karen invited two friends because there were four tickets, right? But Karen called a few people and she couldn't get in touch with them. So two people said yes. And then at the last minute, one of her best friends said, oh, she finally called back and said, oh, I wanted to go. And I'm like, hey, no problem. I said, I'll bow out. You could go with all your friends. Just like governor, governor. Right. See how, how nice I am? <laughs> and I stood on. Harry, you put in the universe. I don't want to go. Dear God, figure this out. <laughs> First I of all, I'm not, you know, I'm not comfortable around her friends and stuff like that. So it's what like. You not comfortable around her friends? I mean, are they not people? No, her friends are cool. I mean, her friends are really cool. I, I like her friends. Let me put that out there just in case one of them is listening. I really do like her friends, but it, in a hangout situation, I get bored with chatter. So I know, but this isn't about you. This is not centered around you. Oh, no, everything's centered around me. But um, <laughs> in my life, yes. Okay. So, no, so, you know, when her friend called, I was like, oh, no problem. I'll no bow problem. out. And they're like, oh, Karen, your husband is a prize. I'm, yeah, I'm so, I'm great. He's a great guy. <laughs> no, so she had a lot of fun. I mean, yeah, she loved like it. Criminal records. Basically, you know, her friends loved it. And just want to make sure I don't let anything. Tom's reporting on, on, on the radio. <laughs> so... <laughs> You know, I muted myself there a second. Just oh no, you're good. Nothing you're good. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> right. So Sean ain't giving away no 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 government secrets. <laughs> yeah, you know, I wanted to be on extra extra, but then already be here. I know, right? So, right, right. But anyway, so yeah, I'm having issues. Norma didn't smell it. Tom, do you smell that? You don't smell anything. I smell something dead around uh -oh. inside this room. So, like a rodent or something. You don't. You yeah, I smell it. It. I. I'm gonna clean my area just in yeah. case there's something dead under my stuff. So, but you see, I, I, sometimes I think it's me. But um, first but, of all, it's but always you. when Layla came in, she said, "What's that smell?" So that was enough. That was that was your confirmation. Yeah, that confirmation it wasn't alone. Yeah. <laughs> That you know, I'm not I, alone in my my in my mania. <laughs> that's right. 
<laughs> some sheer, some sheer mania here. <laughs> if, if I if I knew I was gonna be by myself for the next few hours, I would it would, it would be a little manic here. <laughs> oh my god! Cleaning, but you know I start moving stuff slowly. Um, but yeah. Anyway, what were we talking about, Baz? I don't know what we was talking about, Harry. Abuela Harry. I don't know. Oh, but so you're doing the Christmas caroling in front of your house. No, we're gonna walk the neighborhood. We're gonna gather in front of my house, and then we're gonna stroll. Oh, you're gonna gather, and oh my God, you're gonna walk the neighborhood. Yes, you know where you That's live. That's what we did last year. We did it last year. Bess, you know where you live, right? I do know where I live. <laughs> That's why I'm, I'm doing it. <laughs> I'm about I'm about to play in Vogue, living in the world, the ghetto life. <laughs> Everyone is so uptight. Anyway, <laughs> no, sing uh. Sing uh some some Stevie Wonder Christmas, candles uh, burning cool. low, and lots of mistletoe. You know, Karen always when Karen reads your stuff, your post and stuff, she goes, "Babs just does so such cool things." Like she's trying to tell me, "Why don't we go and just you know, hang out with Babs and do some cool things?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I guess she does." Yeah, <laughs> like, Babs. I was like, nope, nope. <laughs> and that's how you get out of Harry by being in agreement. Like, yeah, she does do cool stuff. Yeah, and then wow, you yeah, and then you is. and then you walk away. So you don't have to commit to Yeah. Her. For me, I'll be like, oh, yeah, I guess we'll read about it on her post later. <laughs> well, I'll listen to it on the radio. Oh, oh my God, you don't got good sense. You are crazy. Although you know, you could come into town, Harry. Y'all come in town a little bit more. Yeah. Come into town a little bit more. Do a little bit more. A little bit. Not a lot. <laughs> yeah, like um, she said, you know, after she got Norma gave the tickets, it's not the first time Norma's offered tickets. It's not you've offered me tickets. Yeah. Right. And I told I told Karen, oh, yeah, you know, actually, like two weeks ago, there was a a grand combo with a Puerto Rican band or something. And she's like, you had tickets for that? And I'm like, oh, normal after that. But yeah, I didn't think. Uh... The the problem is I'm not good. I, I need about two weeks to mentally prepare to go out to anything. You, you call me the night before. It's really hard. Like when. Why? Call... Why is it hard, Harry? You don't have a second job. <laughs> <laughs> You're not have, in school. <laughs> no, I'm an introvert. You don't know how long it takes introverts to. Accept. I do know, but how about trying on uh, 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 extrovert properties for a hot I, minute? I do. I come to work. <laughs> <laughs> so I come to work. I get on the radio with Babs. Those are and like that's yeah. the extent of it. Be like, all right, I've done enough. I'm exhausted now. <laughs> you, you don't know. It's like Karen will go on a, on Friday after work, and she'll go, "Oh, we have the girls for the weekend." And I'm like, "Now, I love my granddaughters, but I need to mentally prepare." Why didn't you tell me a week ago? So that I, because I know I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna be completely emotionally exhausted in the weekend dealing with them, and then I'm not rested. Mentally for for Monday, you know. So well, that means you're gonna have to you're gonna have to speed up your mental 
you know, all the mental things that you probably got to speed up the process. Let me see, 55 years old. Um, yeah, I think I'm at as fast as I'm going to go right oh, now. Oh, you could go faster. Harry, you have the capability. You have the technology. But, but anyway, Bab, so I know you stopped offering me stuff. You bring your clip linens and they you know because you, you used to tell me I'm all, but you gotta go you're not gonna waste my tickets you would say so <laughs> I'm telling you right now what for 2024 you're gonna go to stuff Karen's open to going to stuff all right then, I, then I'll do what I'll do is I'll tell you to tell her because <laughs> I you know I got accused of not telling her what stuff so uh, and the accusations would be. What exactly? No, true. Correct. Okay. It's true. As long as, as long as we know that they're true. I didn't know I have to volunteer everything that it goes on in my day, but <laughs> well, when it comes to outings and activities, Harry. Yeah. You know, she'll she'll go. And there might be a come a point where, you know, 2024, you'd be like, you know what? I really want to see that. No. Well, I was gonna go to the Gloria Estefan thing, right? So I, I had accepted because I was actually going to turn him down, but Karen's sitting right next to me. So when Norma called, I was like, um, and she said, yes. And I was like, yes. And okay. you like Gloria Estefan. So to hear her story would be like, you know, I'm just yeah. saying. I like to listen to the music. I'm not, I don't care about people's lives, but anyway. I don't care about people. Oh my right? God, Harry. Like, she can sing. I don't care about her, what her story is. <laughs> you, know, you know, growing up in New York, I used to see a lot of different artists. Like if I, if you go to Central Park, you used to see. Yeah. You know, artists, you know, people just walking Central Park. And, or I used to bump, I, I bumped into JFK Jr. Mm -hmm. um, on the train a few times and stuff like that. So. I used to see people, or you go you used to go to the jewelry district, the diamond district. They used to bump yeah. people there all the time, all the time. Yeah. So I was never impressed with bumping into people. It's like it's different in New York. It's just different growing up in New York. Mm -hmm. So I'm not that impressed with people's lives. You know, I don't care how famous they are. I will say I was in Shea Stadium uh, one game watching the Mets. And J-Lo was on the level below me. So I excused myself to go use the restroom, but I went to use it at the level where she was at. And, you know, she has security at the... No! Hotel. You don't say. <laughs> I'm like, who goes to a ball game and, gets, and has security? Who goes to a ball game and tries to see somebody at a, at a bathroom that's not in there? Well, you know, <laughs> I shouldn't have been at that level, but, you know, I just wanted to see, you know, it was when she And was that's with, why she needs security. I know. <laughs> it was when she was with Mark Anthony. So actually, it was both of them. Yeah. I wasn't that interested in Mark Anthony, but whatever. Yeah. And you see how, and this is how people, this is how people who want to get at them think. Oh, I don't want him, but I want her. No, no, I, I wasn't gonna. I'm not gonna do. No, you wasn't, Harry. But it's the same thinking. <laughs> I just wanted to see her up close and personal to compare yeah. what's so, in my head with. So do all the other terrorists out there. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, I definitely. <gasps>
All right, so sometime this week, Harry, we, uh, uh, Lieutenant Governor Susan Bicewicz is coming on. So the week is open. I kept the week open just in case surprise really? people want to jump in. So she'll she'll jump in sometime this week. I don't know. I don't know if it's a surprise interview, but uh, the governor is actually here today with the other side. So, oh yeah, with the with the with the Latino population. Yeah, Lavos, yeah. With Lavos. Okay. Lavos. Cool. All right. Well, they, you know, they're doing the end of the year wrap up. These are the good things we've done in Connecticut. I like it. I'm here for it. So, I guess all right. I'm out. I like, I like Susan. Let's, let's, I like her too. And they always reach out to come on the show and I appreciate it. So Yeah. And we need to bump Susan up already. Yeah. That other guy's boring. Okay. Good. Okay. Goodbye. <laughs> Merry Christmas. I don't got no dog in that fight. <laughs> Anyway, I'll, I'll see y'all tomorrow. Bye, Abuela Dros. Yeah, I'm about to dig into this lot here. So, uh, I can't wait to hear tomorrow. Yeah, thank you for listening. Love Bass, Love Talk on WNHH LP 103.5 FM, your home for community radio. See ya. Christmas carols by candlelight. Hi, please come home for Christmas. Haven, Connecticut. And you're listening please to come home for Christmas. LP, 103.5 if not for Christmas. Brand New Year's night. Friends and relations. Since salutations. Sure. This is Christmas, yeah, Christmas, my dear, the time of year to be.